You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello everyone, welcome to the Serbian Corner slash Casual Friday edition on the DMVR YouTube channel, DMVR Nuggets podcast feed. My name is Voya. Uh, hello, I'm joined here with uh, Miroslav from Pancho, Serbia. What's up, man? Hello on this beautiful Casual Friday. It's it's really it's really a nice day here, night, uh, 19 degrees Celsius. I don't care <laughs> translating that to Fahrenheit, sorry. Yeah, what? what? So, <laughs> 70, 70. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful February day, yeah. And here with us is Eric Dilanko, uh, special guest on the Serbian Corner today. What's up? What's man? up, guys? Doing? Holy cow! This is uh, this is a big deal. I can't believe I finally made Serbian Corner. I mean, granted, you guys are in a sense you're our children, but uh, <laughs> I haven't been invited to the children's table yet. I feel like this is a big momentous occasion. I'm excited about it. Yeah, we were just around the corner, so it's uh, <laughs> Sherlock. <laughs> uh, yeah, so t- this is usually a recap, weekly recap show of the Nuggets basketball. We have quick takeaways, main themes, disagreements, everything else. Uh, and this, you know, since it's All Star break, we have a Friday edition. Uh, everyone's on vacation, so we took over everything. <laughs> uh, Kale's with us in the producer chair, as always. We we hijacked him too. <laughs> Also, and we gave him bad internet. Make it happen for himself. <laughs> <laughs> he gave you all the internet. He monster. You monstered him. That's. I did. That's I did. Yeah. Just uh, not. Not everybody realizes we were having technical issues right before we started. I am. I had to steal Kale's uh, Ethernet cable, so Kale is That's no cool. longer connected to the internet. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> he is no longer online. He's no longer online. <laughs> Oh, well, I'll start with you. How are you doing with the – it's the first weekend without football. Are you having a withdrawal or are you happy with – you don't have to watch the Broncos this season at all? Happy about the new new stuff going on? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, you know, football is fun. Football is fun to get. Like the nice thing about football is that uh, it is a once-a-week appointment television type of thing. So, like, everybody can sort of – get involved and like make plans surrounding football. It's much more difficult with like basketball and yeah. hockey things that just sort of like happen all the time. So uh, I do miss that. I miss like, uh, you know, like we have like a football fam of people that would come out and watch every week. I am very happy to be free of the pain that the Broncos <laughs> dispense. I don't, I don't miss that even a little bit, but uh, now the nice thing is like, we are now going to the, uh, to the place where hope is springing eternal again, where we can all off season. Yeah. The off season, we can all just imagine like what it's going to be like in the future. So like everyone's immediately happy again. Like we're not, you know, like actually saddled with the truth of the Broncos. We can just live in our heads. So it's great. <laughs> yeah. I feel, I feel like this nugget season has been that, you know, we're all, we're all living in like when, when if Jamal Murray gets back, that's the whole, that's been the whole season pretty much. Totally. Uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll start off with, well, as far as, like you said, with, the with, the scheduling your days around Nuggets basketball, it's hilarious. Like I, on Monday, I, I was like, oh, okay, I have the, it's Mondays, Orlando, Wednesdays, uh, Golden State. And I was, and I was watching the game on Monday. I'm like, oh, it's Valentine's Day today. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
So yes, that was fun. Uh, so we'll start off with the rakia shots. Uh, rakia is a Serbian national drink. Uh, you see, usually the guys drink it on post games with super chats and and toasting, and we usually drink it before dinner. So it's like a aperitif of sorts. And so this segment is going to be something that made an impression, a strong impression on us during the week. Something quick and uh, and strong like that. So we'll start off with. I'll start off. I'll hijack this because it's it's Monte. Like my. My stock is is great. Like I'm I'm buying a house in like Tuscany right now, <laughs> from all the Monte stock that I have from from uh, from Iowa State. So you're so the, selling the game winner? No, no, no I'm well, <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm just like cashing in some of it. That's the thing. Oh, okay. is, like, everyone's the buying dividends. Now. Yeah, yeah. Like I had fifty five, fifty one percent of it. So like I can I can live with forty like and buy a house. So you know his game winner was exciting. It's probably my favorite moment of the year. Uh, I know I'm like you know you, you know Serbian and Jokic and everything, but Monte's my guy, so that was like one of the best moments uh, of the year. And it kind of you know we have we we've seen like end of quarter Monte, so we just never seen end of fourth quarter Monte because he never plays, uh, rarely plays in the clutch, and usually Jokic is the one taking it. So that was pretty dope. Eric, I mean we saw you on the post game and stuff. If after settled in a couple of days, still high. Uh, yesterday, I think Harrison Wynn and I were recapping all of like the best moments of the season so far. And I think we let, we he had that at number two. I have it at number one. Like nice. that was oh, yeah. just because it was so unexpected. Like I didn't see that coming at all. And the fact that if Monte didn't hit that shot, like not only would they not have won, they would have lost. Like yeah. the Aaron Gordon shot happened when the score was tied. Right. And it was already an yeah. overtime. It was a back and forth battle. Like the Nuggets had no, it really seemed like they were going absolutely nowhere that entire game. Like I had written it off 10 times already. I was sure that, you know, I'd been <laughs> giving myself excuses as to why I shouldn't be upset about it. And the fact that they were able to like get that victory, having led, they only led two times. They led once at 15 seconds left and then yep. a second time with zero seconds left and no other time in the entire game. So, yeah. <laughs> and that just to, the, the full context of it just being the last moments we'll see them before the all-star break. And we're all sort of like left with this like amazing afterglow. Um, best memory. Or be, we, be, best we, moment. we deserved it. We deserved it after the season we've had. Like imagine just <laughs> after everything, just being like, oh, we go on a, on a Monte mist game winner and that's it. i know dude I, it, I know and it was completely in the cards like i was positive Jokic was going to take that shot positive you know he was going to do another shot like he did in dallas uh oh yeah, it yeah, was yeah. a game winner you know like yeah. some sort of like under move where he was going to be like a high high degree of difficulty but of course he just made the right play which is just to kick it out to the open guy cash so beautiful Miro, you watched on the replay. What do you? What do you? Oh, no, no, I, I watched that oh. one live. That's, oh, that's that right. Was it was first, four. That's it's a four a.m. game. That's right. That's yeah, right. that was the first night game I I actually watched live, and and I, I guess they just had to win it because of me. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. Understood my my big big sacrifice. The the first night game after having coronavirus, which made me really love sleeping more than I. Used, used to before <laughs> and i i will have to take like five rakia shots this time because it's not only montes that's one montes game winner shot is is really one really really sweet like like honey honey rakia we got this week but my first rakia this time is the fact that the nuggets are five and one in last six games and it really feels like that that one loss was against boston uh, on the away game, and it was a pretty close one. It it was almost a one-possession game. So it's a really, really, really great six games behind us, and now we were entering next six games late, right after the All-Star break. That's all like like almost uh, easy-peasy games. Hopefully, we'll get another five wins out of those six what, games. What do you so mean? We have our two bitter rivals in Sacramento. No. Yeah, I know, I know, but but I'm hoping to get one of those. I'm not crazy to think we'll beat Sacramento two times, but come on, man, we can win once. I think, I mean, I think we have a, I think we have a lucky shot there because Sabonis is playing. Like, there's no they they, they decreased Holmes's minutes. Luckily, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, the Holmes is playing like ten minutes a game, so that that should help us. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Then we, we had that game-saving block by Jokic, what, like seven days ago, something like that. That That's just amazing. That's that's all in this span. And we also saw on this last game Malone benching Barton for Forbes, and it paid off. 
I really hope Barton will take a good look at this his recent performances and insert himself back into the closing lineup by playing better because he really sucked lately. What we don't know is if he is actually capable of playing better because... Oh, come on, don't bomb us out. He's possibly banged up. I mean, he will get better and then play better, but I'm not sure. I think he really needed this this break for sure. For sure. So that's... Oh, yeah. that. He, I, I think out of all the guys like Jokic, Gordon, Barton, but Barton most of all because he really sucked. I also <laughs> like the fact that Boogie is playing well. Mm-hmm. And I agree with Adam, his playmaking is crucial to the bench lineup because that is what was lacking the most on that unit. You know, there are some really solid guys there, but but outside of Bones, almost no creation there. So that's a big plus. Rivers is also playing well recently. Forbes is getting touches uh, more, more naturally than, than in his first games here. And I guess, you know, Jokic being the best player in the universe also helps. So yeah, those are, those are my shots for. for yeah, for yeah. Miro, this is like a weekend All Star break, so he's doing like the double fisted. Oh yeah. four in a row. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boogie, boogie, boogie. That's funny. That's like yeah, playmaking's funny. But I always, I don't know about you, Eric. Like I always with him. It's, you know, always, not always. Like when he came. The funniest thing to me, like the one I love the most, is like when he comes into the lineups and like he's rebounding and stuff. It just looks like when I get into a crowded bar or something, so true. you just start walking and he's like, people are bouncing off. It's so like, true. You don't, I mean, I don't want it to, like, I don't want to, to bounce off of me, but like, they just do. <laughs> so, like, when he grabs that rebound, it's like just people just falling over and like there's all over the place. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, you know, you watch him just be a huge presence in the paint and it's not even like, he is, you know, performing like majestic plays of basketball. He just is like a big guy that's tall, get his, <laughs> gets his hands up. For me, it's like his rebounding yeah. in the in the second unit is almost as uh, important to the Nuggets' success as anything yep. has been. Yeah. Just they were just getting they would get killed on the boards. Yeah, you limit you limit other people's you know other teams' uh, offensive possessions. Like they don't have any offensive rebounds. They don't have to reset. Now they're now they're not even trying to like offensive rebound. When you're like, oh yeah, it's boogie there. Like, might as well you know, might as well get back on defense. Like him and Jamichael on top of it. Like it's yeah, I agree there. Yeah, it's been beautiful. So I, I you know just seeing we've been talking about it a lot. Just the the his insertion into that second unit and making the second unit like an actual like playable NBA unit has been just an absolute revelation. The, the two acquisitions we made uh Bryn Forbes and Boogie Cousins have been just paid such dividends yep. uh, you know it, it took a little bit of time to like get them worked in Bryn was like kind of he was pressing a lot early on he was like trying to create shots for himself which he's just like not really able to um but him is like a set shooter and and feeling confident with his like floater um the last couple of games he's been awesome like he's yep. been everything we've needed and more so I'm like really, I don't know. I'm 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 very bullish on the Nuggets at the moment. Like I, I don't know. It is funny because everything that happens this season until we get our guys back just feels like fake in a way. It's like we're just not actually, you know, we're like we're like observing like the Nuggets. Like I don't know. It's like it's somebody. It's like their stand-in team. It's like not exactly who they are, but we still have to take them at face value and watch them every night. And the life model you know, decoy of the Nuggets. Totally, it, but. <laughs> And it just feels like, but every, you know, the fact that we're like having like some success with all of these guys without our top talent is, it's really heartening. And it just like gives me that, that feeling like, okay, all right. Like, this is what it feels like to be confident in the team. Like know that we can win, know that we can pull out difficult games and we just have to keep our head above water, man, as long as we can. Yeah. I mean, with, with them, with them, like being, you know, you said like we were developing him. Like, I, I don't think it's like useless part of the season. It's like, well, you guys, we always talk about like someone has to step up. Like, when would have Monte had the opportunity to do this, and then get his confidence up for for whenever you know? Because when when you know Jamal gets back, like Monte he's in the second unit, he's still gonna be, you know, Monte, and he might be even better now that he knows how to command, you know, the presence of the team, and you know, and he he elevated his like leadership status this year, I think, too, along with Jokic. And I mean, just and so far as like Bryn Forbes, it's interesting. Like I felt like when he com- when he came here, it's one of those like when he's he's a veteran now. Like he's been bouncing off from teams, 
So you come in and you kind of, you know, you're on your own. Like, you know, people just trade you or like don't want to sign you after a championship run. So you're like, I got to get my own. Like, I got to secure my next paycheck. And then in Denver, like he's probably is coming to realize that they're not treating the players like that. Like you, you'll have your freedom and they're not going to cast you aside that easily. Like, you know, with rivers, with boogie, like people have been welcomed and, you know, it's like, just calm down. Like, don't, you don't have to press, like no one's going to kick out the door right away. And like, you, you know, they'll, they'll, you know, we'll give you time. Like, don't worry, just be yourself and, and relax. And, and then he just comes in and he scores 20 something points, nine of yep. whatever, nine of 12 shooting. And we finally got a shooter. That's like, when he gets the ball from Jokic or whoever, I mean, but it, well, when he gets it, you're like, oh, that's in. Like, I've caught myself like more times than not being like, oh, that's in. Yep. Like sometimes even more than when, when Jamal was shooting, even when Jamal was on fire, like somehow just his like performance has been being like, okay, cool. And then also gives like Barton a little bit of a, you know, kick in the butt, like knowing that he can get benched in the situation, like, and against the Warriors, it's not magic. Like it was the Warriors in a close game. So like, there's always that like, oh, if I don't play well, this can happen again. So with his, with his kind of like, he's not, a, I mean, I don't want to call it ego in a bad way, but like his, you know, he doesn't let people like diss him. So like, that's, you know, that might be one of those like good things coming forward. I think Miroslav, is that what you kind of thought about when you said it's good that he got benched? Yeah, absolutely. Because it's really important to people, for people to understand their actions have consequences. And if you are, you know, we, we say in Serbia, he's protected like, like, like a polar bear. So somebody, somebody you cannot punish in any situation. Yeah. Well, if you do have somebody to put in instead of Will Barton, if he's playing bad, that that will help. That, yeah. This is this is called uh, the the healthy healthy competition between teammates, and that should help Will Barton come back to the shape. And one thing, it's not only it's on, not only uh, Bryn Forbes. I think Denver is going to be a really good shooting team. Because when you get to the final form with Jamal, with Porter, then you have Zeke, you have Porter, you have Forbes, you have Murray. You even have Will Barton in the first quarters when he miraculously <laughs> always shoot well from the three. And he doesn't need to shoot any more threes after the first quarter because you have all of those shooters around him. So I, everybody will hate me when they start clanking again, but I really think Denver right now is... is aiming to be one of the best if not the best shooting team in the league and that's crazy yeah. because Man, that's what crazy. i experienced that's in the last seven years i was i mean okay i was i was fine with just one you know one pure shooter <laughs> in forbes like you went on yeah, it's all-star like, baby i thought you were just gonna be like yeah they'll be improved you think they'll be the best shooting team in the league i love this this is yep. serving I also love uh, protected like a polar bear. I'm gonna weave that in. Yeah. Uh, I'm bringing the heat. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, those. That's all those like shots that he listed out earlier. Just doing one. <laughs> you didn't even bother with the shot glass. Just one. That's cup, right. That's one right. coffee cup mug. Uh, let's go. Amazing. Right, yeah. Was, so what was the what was the the last shot you took? Like you 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 had was the yeah. Was, I mean the game swing block was like oh yeah that's by the way that was last Saturday. Like yeah. we had that this week too, and that's right. You know, we we I mean we I think we talked about it. We had corner on Saturdays on Sunday, yeah. so we we that's talked right. about a little, but just that was also in this streak of, of you know, just oh awesome streak. They're, awesome yeah, streak. they're winning, but like people, you know, when you said Eric, like it's kind of the limbo. You know, you guys have talked about like a limbo season. Yeah, and so yes. I, I mean, I just don't know why. Like people have been stressing. Like I've I've been less stressful this season than the previous ones because previous ones. They were complete. I mean, even like the one, you know, nineteen twenty and, and eighteen nineteen. Like they've had a team that's like fully healthy, and you like you just expect them to beat them. So when they lose to to Sacramento like three three times, you're like, well, this isn't you know this is unacceptable. This season, I don't think anything was unacceptable to me at, at some in some levels because like yeah. one one bad game can happen, and we saw how 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 well Jokic has to play for them not to not to be in like a close game, and so that's just. So I just accept that and just roll with it. Like the first, I think the first Cleveland game that was my like breaking point. I was like, okay, obviously Cleveland's not the same team, but like I was, I was pissed, and I'm like, well, what am I? I can't expect him to be the you know the April team that were uh, last season after the trade deadline. It's not the same personnel, so I'm like, it's, let's chill and and just roll with the punches. It, I see, but it's like it's one thing to like calmly discuss this. The people watch 
basketball they just see the name on the front of the uniform they're like the nuggets yeah, are yeah, yeah. right and you're like yeah, yeah, yeah and we are you know coming to a place where as a fan base we have been just in constant elevation the last several years like it's getting better <laughs> yeah. and better and better and this is the first year where we've taken a step back and we're not going to have this the same win total we're not going to improve on our win total this year um which yeah. for the first time in the michael malone era and it's tough man like day to day to watch a losing game like it sucks and it, it like sports are visceral and they like tap into the part of your brain that you don't have control over and it like makes you frustrated that you like gave your time to something that didn't feel like it was reciprocated or at least like that the uh attention and the the care was not reciprocated That's so that makes people mad i get it like but i am of course on your side of it like i understand very clearly like this current construction of the nuggets is doing it's going nowhere like if this is if we don't get those two back like we're not winning anything we might win yeah. we might win a, a first round matchup maybe it would take like an absolute like things would have to go perfectly we'd have to have Jokic go into we'll have to play portland like, <laughs> totally but like that's that's the end of it you know yeah but if we if if the you know we get back on track with the original storyline with the original players like that's something different that's when you can start to like really throw your uh expectation behind it but it's just hard to get people you know they get hyped on the idea of the nuggets they have all this expectation and when it's not met you get frustrated and mad yeah it's just like what it is to be a person and i think that 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 spilled over this year like you guys talked about the charles barkley comments and today we've seen like talk to (laughs) brendan about some dude i don't even know i don't know who it was someone from philly tweeted some plus minus numbers people just went nuts uh and i think that like what you talked about this season is like always and then the phoenix phoenix fans always going like oh jamal murray played i think they just saw you know piled on to the nuggets fandom and now it's just spilling over to every facet you know like Jokic was like 43 votes out of you know out of the 100 for first place and it's still like we still have to fight it and and it's uh, for me honestly i was surprised that that he got that high that high of number of, of votes and I five even not even put him in like that was also weird but like still he was with that he was that close like with yeah. those five on the board he would have been probably number one or or like that even and they're just funny like you know brendan was like oh i gotta start reading or something just to not get upset about like some of these tweets <laughs> like yeah pretty much like oh, i started a new book today i'm like i don't i don't care what the philly fans think like yeah it's just that's that was one that's like a one last like bitter shot like that one bad batch of rock yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, can, we can move on to the to our Burek of the week, and obviously it's going to be the All Star All Star break. But it's not you know it was only two games. Uh, just to say, like Burek is the like this nice juicy pastry dish that comes either like with cheese, spinach, or meat, and it's well known because Nicola used to used to eat it a lot when he was younger. So this is something that in our show that we, you know something like high caloric count of the week, something really like fatty. So, wait, so have so you we- tried it? Eric. No, is it? It's only. Is this exclusively a savory pastry? No, it can. Well, I mean, I guess this burek iteration. I think right, Miroslav, because there's also like this iteration of pastries with like apples and cherries and like other and pumpkins. So it's like yeah, sure, sure. This with this like pumpkin. with Nutella. Yeah, well, it's like a pumpkin well. pie. You know? <laughs> so wait, but you so you can get a savory or a sweet burek. Yes, but yes. like by ninety five percent of the time, you will get a. Savory, savory one yeah, savory, yeah. Okay. in some oh, rare occasions you can oh yeah well i had like so right when i when i was back home like this winter and i i was stuck there with covid for a couple of weeks like before i got before i got tested to, to being quarantined and after that was my thing i had like borek we had like a really good ba- uh, bakery and so i had like the the spinach and cheese and then there was also cherry and apple but pumpkin is like pumpkin pie so it's just like the actual pumpkin baked and then like oh, cut into like small pieces <laughs> within that dough. It's really, I mean, and then sugary, obviously. So okay. it's interesting, but, but yeah, that's like the that's the the Lord and Savior's uh, was weapon <laughs> of choice when he was when he was younger. <laughs> uh, Miroslav, what are what are we having this week? Like, what's our burek? Is it the All Star Game? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I I will pretend to be really really excited about it because I'm not sure I'm not. I'm I'm even gonna watch it, well, probably. I have to speak about it later, so I, I'll have to watch it. But anyway, we are heading for Nikola Jokic's fourth straight All Star game, and I think we are getting a bit numbed about it. I personally like the All Star break, so we can make shows like this, not too heavy <laughs> on the basketball talk. I love just pranking around. I like it when we get, you know, a, a little bit more casual. 
and <laughs> we can completely ignore the main event and focus on the margins of the All-Star Weekend. I always liked the three-point contest. You can imagine how hyped I was for Peja Stojakovic to get a chance to win it three times in a row back in the early 2000s. And then he fell into second place in 2004. So he's just that, a scrub. That bomb. That, that <laughs> won only two times, unlike Larry Bird and Craig Hodges, who won it three times. I'm looking at you, Peja, right now. You're a big disappointment to me. <laughs> so the slam dunk contest, I'm not too hyped about. They seem to only use... Oh, really? Rookies. You're not about Cole Anthony and Toscano <laughs> Anderson? <laughs> yeah. It's, it, dude, the, the, the slam dunk contest used to be like the marquee thing. Yep. And like, this, I, this is another thing Dominic I blame Wilkins and Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. And now I blame this I have on no idea LeBron James. This is another thing he ruined by refusing yeah. to take place. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Everybody else like now leaves it up to the lesser players in the NBA to like try and make their name from, but it's like, why it's not John ja Morant, why Zion Anthony, wasn't in it. Anthony Edwards. Ja, why Anthony? Yeah. This is ridiculous. I, so I have a question there. I have a question there for you. It kind of couples in with the, I'm, I'm excited about all-star break. I love it. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about like, I love even the celebrity games. I'll tell you why later. It just, it, but like the, the rising stars and then the dunk contest, is it with because of this new, well, not new, like just the era of like social media and stuff. Are they sometimes like maybe, scared to like embarrass themselves on or, or like the not winning is like a bad thing and so especially like with the rising stars you guys talked about it yesterday just like no defense it's worse than the mm-hmm. wreck wreck basketball do you think it's because a few there was like i think Kyrie had someone clowned one of the years they were like going one-on-one as a brand at night i think and he became like the funny you know the funny trending page on on twitter do you think that's one of the reasons like i'd rather not try to play defense because if i get you know, my ankles get broken or I get dunked on, then I'll then my image will get damaged. So I'd rather just stay behind. Like, do you think that's one of the reasons? Yes, of course. Like th- these guys are more image conscious than they've ever been in their entire lives. That sucks. Or anybody <laughs> has ever been to this pr- this point ever. Um, yes, they like they, they don't want to be embarrassed or something. Or they, I, I actually just think that the brand of the dunk contest has been damaged by the idea that the top level talent like avoids it. So it's like, oh, it, yeah, it's become yeah. this thing where it's like, okay, you know, like why would I lower myself to the dunk contest when it's. Uh, and I, again, LeBron James, another thing you've ruined. <laughs> he, should, he should be made to take part in it this season. He's to, we need yeah, to, 37. Uh, so they can say 37. Yes. <laughs> it's absurd that LeBron James never participated in the slam dunk contest. Yeah. Michael Jordan made his name in the goddamn dunk he contest. He won it twice. So it's not just just participating. He he, he was really great. I, I like the, the Rising Stars game. This year, I think it will be just... Uh, uh, mashed players that are rookies and sophomores in some uh, picking order, whatever. But I liked it when it was the world against the US and Canada because <laughs> those guys did have some kind of rivalry between them. So you could see the international players actually getting around. You could, but that was, trying... I think that ended with like Jamal and Jokic here because last year was Michael Mulder yeah. and Compazzo. Like you can't yeah. really like against John Morant and Zion and Anthony Edwards. Like, yeah, sure, sure. Last last year was bad. <laughs> That's why different. Yeah, it's what. But but this one, I because I was saying like with the we getting embarrassed. Like I think this year with when they did this tournament. Now I'm hoping. I mean, this my you know I'm, I'm just going out on the limb like with the theory. Just maybe they'll try harder because it's like a win or lose thing. Like if you lose in the semis or lose in the finals, like that might be more damaging to your brand than actually like being you know schooled in a in a basketball game and then also you have the G League guys that that will actually try to compete and i think if you see like a G League guy out playing you like you might want to kick it up a notch so i'm hoping that's like a thing and then also you know and then just the format of a tournament i always like the that's we we will talk later i think you know, as a three on three thing uh, yeah. i'll say one thing about the celebrity game like why i love watching is it's a weird reason like because again with the image conscious thing like most of those celebrities are actually like celebrities but they can't control their image when they step on the court. Like it, it is what it is. And so it's hilarious to me when you see someone, you know, being like coming in the game, like all cool and stuff. And then you step in and you're like, Oh, you're terrible. Like <laughs> you're not like terrible for an NBA player. You're just bad. And you can't like escape from it. So that's always like, and then this year I'll, I'll love, I'll, I can't wait to see like miles Garrett play against some of these people. Like, I don't know how that's going to look like it's going to, I mean, do you, do you know Miroslav who's my, my, who miles Garrett is? 
Oh, is he? So he's a defensive end from Cleveland. That's like what two six, two seven, what two eight? I don't even know. Maybe two hundred pounds, yeah, pounds of muscle and like over six feet tall and like you know Zion, but like chiseled. And so he's going to be playing against like Machine Gun Kelly and Ty- Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's my like weird like. Yes, yeah, there it is. <laughs> okay, you, that, that's a large human. Yeah, that's a very large human being. Yes. Uh, famously, this he actually hit, uh, uh, rushed a quarterback, tore his helmet off, and then hit him with his own helmet. Yes. Oh, Mason Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to ask Eric about this specifically because it's interesting to me. Before Jokic, so we are taking him for granted, you know, going four times in a row. Before Jokic, there were eight seasons of no Nuggets players playing at the All-Star game mm-hmm. after, you know, Carmelo in 2011 yep. or something like that. So how did it feel to you when you finally saw Jokic playing on his first All-Star game? What kind of feelings did it, did uh, it make for it's you? It's weird because it was... I mean, it's cool to be included in the conversation. I mean, being a Nuggets fan is usually you just find yourself on the outside looking in as far as everything is concerned. So just seeing your guy show up there, like Will Barton did the the slam dunk contest a few years ago and he like did terribly, but it didn't matter. It was like still awesome just to see somebody recognize in a national showcase. Um, But it was also came with the caveat that, okay, Jokic is playing, but like they're not going to pass him the ball. Like he's not actually going to be a meaningful part of the all star game. But it just like felt, it just feels good. You know, the MVP thing, the same thing up to an obviously a much higher degree. Like, like, oh my God, they do actually sometimes acknowledge that Denver exists in the context of the NBA. This is incredible. I don't know what to do with myself. Uh, But then knowing full well that like, you know, it's, it was, it's there, but it's like not for real, for real. It's, I still feel the same way. Like Jokic is going to be in the game. Like nobody passes him the ball. Like Jokic is, he has to create like a few like hilarious moments where he like plays the guitar or, uh, <laughs> you know, throws the ball off of LeBron James. And like that's what we get to remember. Like nobody actually looks for him to facilitate uh, the offense of the all star game and you know, like make like, fundamentally sound plays during the all-star <laughs> game like nobody's looking for that to happen so it's cool but it's cool just because it's like that nod of like okay you know yeah it's the fine. cue the sally field uh, oscar acceptance speech like you like <laughs> well, except for the, no but it's like you acknowledge me you really acknowledge, <laughs> acknowledge me. me i don't know if you, <laughs> I, they still don't like us but they that's true yeah forced to well, well i think it's the it's like the, the like the steps i guess even even in the all-star things it was like he was selected by the coaches so it doesn't really feel like you know this wasn't the fans it wasn't the players like he was just kind of yes coaches understand good basketball good you know of course good job yeah. and then and then the next year is like oh then the fans vote him like somewhere there and then the players and coaches or players and media push him in and this year he's like you know unquestionably there and then maybe the next thing well who knows maybe this year but maybe the next time we'll be like okay let's let's run some plays from you know actually from the high post and have him throw an alley-oop to to a guard coming off the baseline like john morant or someone because that can be fun it's just that i also think he doesn't impose himself like he doesn't ask for the ball to actually be there, no, of course and not, of course, and then, and that's the thing with the image too. Is like him and Giannis are in similar in a way of they don't care about, you know, Giannis comes in after every press conference. I think he tells like a bad joke, and then he posts that by himself on Twitter, and like he's so goofy and, and hilarious. But he's also like a Terminator, and but like they're similar in a way of they don't care about the image. But also Giannis comes in and then he wants to be the the Kobe style, you know, like I'm gonna murder you out there and get the MVP. With Jokic, is like I don't care, and I honestly I'd rather see him play like two minutes in that all-star game and just rest. Like, I don't want to see him yeah. like bang it with, with Embiid to just prove some weird ass point for Twitter people of like, who's better and <laughs> all, you know, from an all-star game perspective. So that's like something that, I mean, it just, it's interesting. Like, but yeah, it's weird. The, in eight years and then you get the Jokic of like, just basically, you know, Oh, here it is. Like we see you, but it's not, it's not LeBron James All-Star, you know, picking on TNT no, no, no. and stuff. So. No. I, I like the Eric's point about Nuggets fans always being on the outside looking in, yes. trying to, to fit. I had a nice... That's why that's why we get along so well. Like, that's like the <laughs> Serbian. Like, yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> we, are, we are the underdogs. So uh, I had a nice back and forth with a buddy of mine who is a Laker fan. 
in, in spite of being a Laker fan, he is a buddy of mine. And we spoke today, and I was mocking, you know, the, the Lakers <laughs> championship in the bubble, like you needed three months of rest for Anthony Davis for him to be able to play the whole playoffs <laughs> and actually win the and and he was like, Yeah, all the losers make the 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 um, uh, apologies excuses. why excuses why they cannot win. And I was like, Man, you're right. We should just get free agents like Will Chamberlain, like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like uh, Shaq O'Neal, like LeBron James. Yeah, we should change our tactics to that and then we will win like you. You're so so competent. So so that's a good argument. The argument about the bubble, it's also like for for Nuggets fans, it's kind of like you, you mock the bubble championship and you're like scratching behind your head like, well, both Jokic and Murray kind of got into shape for that bubble. Like, I don't know if we, we have kind of the the you know the the strong footing there to to mock their championship run. That's a fair point. We still need to see to see playoff Murray after the bubble. So so hopefully it will be a great experience even yeah. this year. What? So I have a question for both of you, like about the about the skills stuff. Like obviously three point took over the dunking, you know, dunk contest. Obviously it's like less less tiring and then, you know, league went into three point line. What do you think about the just like would you retool some of it? Like even three point contest in general, like the different like stages or like and for me it's always the skills challenge. Like would actually have to want to see guys with you know with skill also <laughs> do some skillful things, not just not just run and like pass through a, yeah, through a round hole. Good. Like the skill challenge is like literally just a race. It's just like a- it's yeah, exactly. It's so weird. Like I mean, I rather and it's the fact that like the centers are winning consistently because they just have longer strides and they just pull up and make it. It's just so weird. But I was saying like we we joked last year on our on our Nugget Serbia podcast where uh, one of the skills should be running, you know, getting past Compazzo. Just have him there, like playing one-on-one defense, <laughs> and like you have to. That's one of the you know. And then you get a layup, and then you go run on the other side. And then you have to like outrun like you know Marcus Smart or John Morant and defense or someone you know foot race, uh, so that that I mean obviously it's a, that part's a joke but like an actual skills of like you know maybe making the do behind the back and like maybe not a not that small of a of a of a space to put the ball through but like behind the back and then like you know bounce pass one handed passes something like that's a little more skillful it doesn't have to be like running and tiring you just actually skill it, skill stuff like that would be something I'd like what do you think. The only time I tuned into the skills challenge was that one year when Jokic was playing there and it was Jokic and Porzingis and Nikola Vucevic. And I'm like, in a league that has Chris Paul, you know, yeah. in these <laughs> three tall boys playing against each other. I mean, I liked the, watching Nikola in any capacity. That was the year before his first actual All-Star, right? That was, yeah, I think it was a well. He was yeah, a rising star, so he, he got yeah, into the skills right. too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Now he almost won. But so, well, I mean, that now should be said. I think like Patrick Beverly won that skills challenge. <laughs> I mean, just minute of silence, like the high, yeah, the most high skill player, high skill player in the league. I think he was. I think he was either close or like I think he won it. Uh, I mean, it's, I don't. It, it is stupid. I mean, I don't. It, it's it like the skills challenge is is so dumb that I don't even care to retool it. I'm just like whatever. Oh, there's so like there's so few things that happened during the all-star uh break the weekend that i have any interest in at all and i don't even know like if you could change it enough to where it would get interesting to me because it's all just like meaningless like the the three-point contest is cool um yeah. i don't know what else you could do to it really um i have a wrinkle for a three-point contest well uh, let's hear it okay so so you have these like great three-point shooters that got paid so you have like the Joe Harris's, the Bertans this year, Duncan Robinson, and then there's guys on their own team like Struess, or like now it's like Patty Mills or something. So you have him go up against the guy that's behind him on that same position, head to head. Whoever wins gets the other's contract. <laughs> so like, you can, so, so if you go Spicy. Max Struess against Duncan Robinson and he's you know playing well, man, make him work for it. Like you know, get back in that gym. And if Struz beats you, dollars. and then you have till next year to do it again, and like oh try to you know, try to get your thing back, or maybe <laughs> not even the same team, like just other like you know you have like a guy that shoots fifty percent from the team, maybe you know Zeke on a minimum, but yeah. it's but it's still on that other team. So if Zeke is playing against like Porzingis and he beats him, he gets Porzingis's contract, but Washington is still paying it. 
like it's not on the nugget. So like, <laughs> yeah, you have to like. It's like, like this is pretty complicated. Sure. A lot of uh, a lot of bylaws. A lot of like. I mean, but uh, it's but it is. I mean, oh, but I'm just like it would be funny just to be like, oh, Max Truce against Duncan Robinson. You know, then <laughs> work for that ninety million. Like you can just <laughs> you suck this year, so might as well earn it now. <laughs> There, there is one yeah. thing I would like to eliminate from the from the All Star Weekend, and that's that TikTok dance. Please don't do that oh. ever again. Please, <laughs> for the love of God, that don't was, do that again. That, well, here's the most. So here's the frustrating thing about that TikTok integration into the All Star game that year is that that was like really that like thing was like actually like very successful. I feel like TikTok like really took off after that. Um, and the other thing that I am. Like consistently miffed by about is that clip of Jokic when he the three girls are in front of him and then they then it, it they all duck out of the way and then Jokic make his makes his face. We've never seen the actual video that they were shooting. We've only that's like from the side of them shooting the video of them making the video, but we've never actually seen the video that they were making. And I'm this annoys the hell out of me. I want to see the so guy. They, they didn't post it, huh? They didn't post it. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it didn't work. Cause like that, the whole point of that is like, you don't see the girl behind it until they're revealed. And then the next one's revealed. And then the last one of being Jokic with his closed face. Like it, I'm sure it was hilarious. We've never seen it. I want to see he's it. Not, he's <sighs> not marketable, man. Like it's just, it is. Well, why have we seen the side one? I don't care. You know, it's so funny. The, so the, 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 that was, was that was, that was Chicago. Was that last year? 2021? Think was, well, was two years, I, two years uh, ago. That was last year? No, that was like a couple of years. Yeah, I think it's a couple of years. Atlanta was maybe last year. I don't know. Uh, so it was I, Chicago, I think for sure. Because I was I was like thinking of I was gonna have a friend there. I was thinking of going, but then I saw the tickets and I'm like, uh, I'm working all year for that. Uh <laughs> but that was one of those low, lowest parts, you know, lowest points of my life watching those like three girls courtside <laughs> on an NBA game. I'm like, <sighs> And like we're watching on TV, like and, know, and the fact that it. it was so successful is the worst part of it, you know, because this planet really needs that comet coming, you know, just wipe <laughs> yeah. us out, all of us, in one it's second. We, Make it we really famous, don't please. Anything nice, yeah, like even existence. Is too I know it's, it was so fun. And then like they, it was the one of the, and then you know the worst part of the whole thing, just not even them sitting. I don't care if I didn't see it, like I wouldn't care because I I would turn off from the commercials and stuff. It was like during the game, like it was. Game is starting. They're split screening, not even like mini screen. They're split screening it and talking to these girls. I don't know who they are. Like they're like, yes. This is like the, this is the oldest, grumpiest conversation that's ever been recorded. I know, but I'm like, but I'm 27. Like, that's the worst thing. Is like, yeah. I, don't, I want to watch the game. Like they're split screen. Like there is canon. They're they're not even about like how how do you feel about being on the All Star game? Like they're like, oh, it's cool. I'm like, what do you mean it's cool? Like you're sitting next to. LeBron James on the other side. I love that this is like stuck in your crotch like three oh, years ago. Just like the TikTok girls would like bother you to this level. It's perfect. Again, it's so the bad. oldest conversation of all time. I love it. I'm, I'm I have, I, I, we know, I we have know one, one more to, thing. To be our guest. So we have to, yeah. Yeah. I have one more thing about the All-Star game to modify it is just use only Nuggets on the All-Star. <laughs> Don't let anybody outside of Nuggets play in the All-Star. That would be great. So imagine yeah. this. Okay. Three okay. point contest. Yep. Zeke Naji. Yep. Michael Porter Jr. In. Marcus Howard. Okay. Brent Forbes. Dude. Who great. wins? Who wins? Oh, who wins? It's a great contest. Come on. I mean, I, I got to think Michael Porter Jr., who turned in the most efficient shooting season uh, in history since Wilt Chamberlain. It's a safe bet. Good yes. opportunity to win that. Uh, I think Jamal Murray is healthy enough to at least participate in a three point competi- uh, competition, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, shooting, dude, yeah, but he's I think MPJ, MPJ, he's the best shooter on the team. Listen, man, he's already having a three-point competition on his every training before the game. Oh. That's literally all he does. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> he's, all right, he's in shape. <laughs> he's in shape. Okay, dunk contest. Okay. Oh my God. Aaron Gordon. Uh-huh. Jeff Green. Yep. J. Michael Green. Okay. <laughs> so points for misses or for misses? Come on, <laughs> Tiger dunks. Come on, man. <laughs> Who wins? Man, if Aaron Gordon could not pull it out against a solely <laughs> Nuggets based competition base, like I would, there's just no. Yeah, we should there. stop complaining about his Zach Levine dunk contest. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> she can't like, be Jeff if, Green, like it's yeah, over. If Aaron Gordon is not able to get past Jermichael Green in a dunk contest, like it's just over for him. He should be forced to retire. 
<laughs> okay. Exactly. We have we have the skill challenge, and this is this is more serious. So we have okay. Marcus Howard, we have Faku Campazzo, we have Jamal Murray, and we have Monte Morris. Now that's a legitimate. So what's the what, does it this skill challenge the, the skill, like this weekend challenge. like the regular yeah. race? Yeah, regular. I uh, think uh, I don't know. What do you think, Eric? Tim, well, probably. I mean, I don't know Jamal right now. No, but like in yeah, general, Jamal. Probably, Jamal yeah. can barely run, so that probably. Faku is a, you know three point shot is that's the iffy part. Woo! Otherwise, uh, he'd probably be the fastest. So maybe like he's fastest, but then he shoots the most by the time the other guy gets there. So he makes. Yeah, it. I think I, I think I'd put my money on Faku. I think it'd be. I think yeah, I'd I think get back Faku on this one. I think he would scare the the, the competition. You know, just scare them away. <laughs> don't don't. Touch the three-point line, <laughs> something like that. Oh, what a terrible co- that skills competition is just a point. Garbage. <laughs> so oh, garbage. Let, let me let me save the 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 weekend with the celebrity three-on-three tournament. So we oh, have four yeah. teams. First team is called the Hip Hop Icons. Okay. So we yeah. have Will Barton. Yeah. We have Snoop Dogg, and we okay. have Drake. Drake. And okay. Who? So okay. this this is team and number Drake. one. Drake. Oh, Drake. Okay. Okay. Now we have the second team that's called the BFFs, the best <laughs> friends forevers, and it's Aaron Gordon, Ooh. Dwayne Wade, and uh, Zach Levine. Okay, so three <laughs> all-star level NBA teams. Yeah, Drake. Yeah. Snoop Dogg and Drake. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> okay. So the third team is called Born in 1986. So that's Jeff Green. Uh huh. Andre Blatch and Corey Brewer. Jesus. Okay, all right. So this, this is called also the Ice Cave Guy team. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I would say I'm still leading towards the team that has the all star level NBA champion. Okay, yes. let's listen. And then we have a third team called the Passing Big Man. So that's Nikola Jokic, Andy Bailey, and Adam Maris. Oh my so God. Actually, that's such a. We, Three actual players. Come on. What is that wow. called? A suck up team, man? Come on. Yeah, I know. I know. That's a, that's a bonus there or something. We <laughs> had to do it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go for the team that contains uh, Dwayne Wade. <laughs> I think so. I think that's a safe bet. <laughs> what, was, what was team two again? Let's go to our team two again that was going up against Corey Brewer and uh, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was Drake, Snoop Dogg, and Will Barton against. Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon, and uh, Dwayne Wade. And, and Dwayne Wade. I love yeah, Will Barton, that that that's not, he's not carrying that team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Adam. I hope you don't see this. Actually, you know what, Adam, I, th- I, I think, think Snoop, Snoop Dogg has the, 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 the wingspan to oh, do sure. it. I even feel like Adam, he does have it. Even when paired with Jokic, I would still not choose Adam Mario as his team. <laughs> uh, because... Uh, it, I mean, what are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? <laughs> Should we go to the the Euro take file? Yeah, let's. Do this it. is also a very serious serious situation from last. was yesterday's uh, show you and uh, yeah, yesterday. <laughs> this is like the Dude, worst. What do you guys think of this graphic, by the way? Doesn't it's it? Awesome. Uh, do you like look at uh, how Miroslav's uh, tank top looks like he might be naked and shirtless? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Voya is bottomless. <laughs> and Voya is bottomless, although. There's like some pretty sharp angles on what yeah. would be your torso and his, I guess, thighs. If yes. those skin colored uh, items were actually just your skin. Yeah. So, so your take foul is like the worst thing in basketball, and we hate the it. The worst. So, so that's the worst thing. And so, the, so we had a pretty good week of Nuggets, only two games and stuff. So the worst thing I picked up for for us this week was from yesterday's show, and it was Harrison not somehow seeing Back to the Future one, and not seeing Back to the Future two and three. Like, what the hell? They called me out on that shit. I mean, they were like, I was like, yeah, yeah, get the right. DeLorean up to 88 so we could see the future. And they were like, well, that go- only goes in the past. And I was like, did you only see one of those movies? There's only three. <laughs> I have it's- thoughts. How do you, my, my biggest thought is, how do you watch that first one and you're able to stop? It's so good. Exactly. How do you not just immediately watch the second movie? Yes, because it ends because, because it ends like on a cliffhanger. You like to be continued. 
<laughs> yeah, and you know how it ends with them going into the fucking future. <laughs> it's contained in the first movie. He actually comes back and tell, talks about how he just came from the future and saw their children. You know what? I'm I'm even extra angry now. I'm gonna talk about this. See, it is it is the worst thing. I'm sad he's not here to defend himself, but but that really reminded me like that really made I'm it lucky. like that's like a very bolder take. I'm I'm no you know it's like that's from what I got got from you guys. That's like a, a, a like his like. That's like a, it's like Breckenridge a Breckenridge Brewery take. take. It's like a homeschool take. Like somebody who's like was <laughs> raised and like not allowed to consume popular media. But uh, whatever. I, I I can't even believe you're making. Me try to remember. It's, it's the '80s movies. So back in the day, we had TV. We didn't have Netflix and shit. We had TV, <laughs> and if it's Christmas time or New Year's or whatever, they will show you. The first part and tomorrow the second part and the day after the third. How how can you not watch it? Haven't you ever been a child, Harrison? Oh my god, man, we're going in hard. I was just I just wanted to just say it. Like I didn't mean to like insult this man's childhood. You started it, man. I mean, I know, but it's you went, you took it. Maybe at the end, I would love it for Harrison to just respond. I read books, you you plebes. <laughs> that's it. Something like that. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Harrison like watches The Bachelor. He has no like he has no respite here. He he has no defense of just being able to see that he lives on a we're, higher. We are moving further. Oh, <laughs> what are we talking about? All right, are we going? Are we going to the to the flirty dozen? Yeah, the flirty. Oh, new dozen. graphic. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. New graphic. We got the, the, flirty, we got the flirty dozen. dozen. If if Kale's internet didn't break, so oh this is going to be our uh, our take on the Dirty Dozen, uh, Demiroslav uh, got for us. Uh, it's the it's going to be a quiz. I guess some stats, probably dozen players. I assume it's dozen. Right? Yeah. So this is a new segment, and we will see if it flies. Please let it fly because Eric. There we go. So, so long on this graphic, you can imagine how long at, he worked on look this. Look how flirty the two of you are, flirting with everyone in the chat. I think we look like we have mononucleosis, like oh like one show. You know, they're so hot. You're hot in our faces. And you have this is one and only time we'll be compared to Juancho <laughs> by, by our looks. Okay, so hit us on. After that trailer today, like, no, no. (laughs) Hit us on Twitter so we know if you like this segment or you hate it. It's not a problem. I I used to have a segment on a a very similar name on Nugget Serbia. But because of copyright, we are not allowed to use the actual names of movies, TV shows, and so on. So this is a flirty dozen. And why is it flirty? Well, Nikola Jokic flirts with a triple double in every game he plays. So I'm going to try and find the best flirters on the Nuggets and in the league for this segment. I will give you the first three flirters. I think it's Michael Porter Jr. Today. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so Nikola Jokic is averaging 9.9 field goals made per game. What the hell, Jokic? You cannot put in 10 field goals made per game? Bum. Pitiful. Pitiful. Okay. He must not be aware, clearly, of <laughs> yes. A, the flirty dozen, and B, how close he is to 10, 9.9? You're right. Yeah, 9.9 field goals made per game. Okay, the second one, Bryn Forbes. He is averaging 9.8 points per game on the Nuggets. You cannot cross the 10-point tr- <laughs> threshold? Come on. No, Come on, Bryn. This. So this whole this whole segment. No, I think it's gonna be a quiz. I think you're just ramping it's up. It's gonna be it. a quiz. I'm just well, warming warming you up. I see, I see. I'm it's just warming you up. Outraged by, by stats. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Zeke Naji is flirting with 50% from the three-point line, but he's only making 48.7. Scrub. Oh, Scrub. <laughs> only 48.7 percentage from the three-point line. Okay. Now I have a dirty dozen list for you okay. to guess. So Flirty try dozen. to guess. All of the players my flirt, my flirt ready. Okay. that missed a 20-point triple-double by one assist this season. So they needed to have 20-plus po- points, 10-plus rebounds, and exactly nine assists So somber in double. a game this season. So somber double. So This is not just Jokic, right? I mean, this is other yeah, players yeah. in the league. Yeah, including if, if you think Jokic had it, you of can mention it. <laughs> we will see. So, okay. so 20 points on double with, with yeah. assist. After every miss, I will give you a clue to help you uh, get it. And after six misses, you're out because you're ejected. 
Okay, so let's start with Eric. That's called the boogie clause. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, Eric, do you know of a guy that had 20 plus, 10 plus, and exactly nine assists this game? This uh, let's go Sabonis. Sabonis is not correct. That's yeah. the first well, miss. That's are we including, are we including Jokic or, or not? We're including every player no, in the NBA. Of course, so. including Jokic. I mean, like, okay, get Jokic then. Let's go. <laughs> yes, Jokic is correct. He actually did it four times this season. Four God. times he had 20 plus, 10 plus, and exactly nine assists. This is how much he doesn't care. Okay, <laughs> yeah. let's go back to Eric. Oh, I needed to give you a, one clue because you had a miss. Yeah. So one of these guys gets more hate from his team's fans than Faku and Will Barton combined. Ooh, more hate from his own team. Oh, I think That's I know right. this one. Yeah. Who is the most you, hated? By you have guy? to know this. Do Come I? On, the, the, you know on. this. Come Everybody on. Everybody from his fan base hates him. Well, not his fan base, but his team's fan base. He's on a new a team. I think there's a couple of them. On a new team? Oh my god! <laughs> that thing's like a showmanship thing that he's doing is right it now. LeBron. LeBron is not on the list. When he gets nine assists, he will get the tenth one as well. Oh, He's aware I hate of those myself. Things. Come on, man. Yeah, Russell okay. Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is correct. Yeah, of course, <laughs> quarters, it's Russell Westbrook. Of course, it's Russell Westbrook, Eric. Everybody God. on the Lakers hate Russell Westbrook. Okay, let's myself. go back to Eric. Okay, so another we got clue. Jokic and Westbrook and two fouls. I'll give you another clue. This guy is a Robin. To a Batman on this list. He's a Robin so we have two Batman. guys from the same team on this list. One is a Batman and the other one is a Robin. And Batman has not yet been revealed, correct? That's right. And he's a very logical thing to to answer. The Batman. Batman is pretty obvious. <laughs> Holy <laughs> God! Oh, Here, uh, it's pressure, test pressure, <laughs> building up. You, you don't have it, to go uh, by my clue. You can. Is it Booker? Pick... Devin Booker. Foul! He is not on the list. Ah! Not, not even Devin Booker. Okay, Voya. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna go with with Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is the Robin to a Batman who is also on this list. Dude, so Eric, have... you're so bad at this game. You need to think about guys that get a lot of assists. You keep like Kale. picking high scores. Kale, you know who's not? You're not even on this show, bro. Not okay, I'm just making. You're, you're horrible at this game. No... You have no video. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, so we have Jokic, we have Westbrook, we have Middleton. Uh, let me give you one more clue. Stop with so, the clues, I think it's confusing. <laughs> so this guy has the same last name like a current nugget. The same last name as a current nugget. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, it has to be a green. Uh, there's an 800 yeah, that's green. That's uh, you don't have to go to buy this clue. You can, you can go. Well, is, how about uh, how about uh, Giannis? Is Giannis on there? Giannis is yeah. correct. He did it twice. He I had to go Batman. for the Batman. The Batman. He is the Batman to, to to Middleton's Robin. Okay, now we have one, two, three, four, four, four. Same last guesses. name as someone on the Nuggets. Like it's. That's right. I'm hoping it's not Eric Gordon. Uh, so let's go with with uh, Lamelo Ball. Lamelo Ball. He's correct. Oh. He's correct. So we have we have uh, five five guesses right. Okay, back to you, Eric. Oh my God! How many how many players are left on the board? Yeah, we we still have one, two, three, four, four more, four more only. Yeah. Um, is Chris Paul on there? Chris Paul is not on the list. God. That's I think that's that's foul number five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think I might go boogie and just let, get a team. Let, let, let me give you one more clue. One more clue. So, this guy has the longest last name on the jersey in the history of NBA. We said Antetokounmpo, but it's not him. No. Oh, wow, that, that even got me confused. The longest last name on the jersey Who's turn in is the it? history of NBA. I just blew I just said Chris Paul. It's your turn. Oh, You're up. <laughs> I'm so, gonna go. I'm gonna yeah. try. Um, I'm gonna try Aaron Gordon. Like I think he, he had similar games, but it's close. I don't know if he had nine assists or twenty points actually. 
Gordon is not correct. Okay. Okay, so I will just give you the, the rest of the guys. Well, it's only we have a minute. We have a minute. Let's ah, try. Okay. It. Yeah, let's try it. Okay. Let, back to you, Eric. Let me give you one more clue. This guy played for his first four seasons for the Celtics and then get tra got traded for Kemba Walker after that. Huh. Voya knows it. Yeah. He's yeah. his guy. <clears throat> Let's go to Voya. Let's go to Voya. Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier is correct. Yeah, scary Terry. So we still have three more guys. So one of them has the same last name as the current Nugget. The other one, okay. it can't be Jalen Green. Like he doesn't pass. It can't be Jalen Green. It's got to be. There's Dejounte Murray. Dejounte right. yeah. <laughs> Murray is correct. Okay, let's hit the last two. Yeah, one Miles, is pretty Miles, obvious. Miles Bridges is, is he one of them? No, no. Okay. We have okay. one guy that makes a lot of triple doubles, and we didn't mention him yet. Luca. Luca, of course. Luca yeah. is correct. And the guy with the longest last name on the jersey in the history of the NBA. Is Shea Gilgris Alexander? Yeah, two last names. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's, yeah. So that's good. You were close I, by one. So who won? Me? Nice. Yeah. No, you you were a team, so it doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. You were that's a team. Everybody that's wins. It's all star. Come on, everybody wins. <laughs> that's right. I'm a champion, Kale. Hit yeah, us so in the comments if you hated this or liked it, so we know <laughs> if we should repeat it fair, fair. at some point. Uh, I think we had the, that's pretty much it for our show. We had the we didn't. I don't think we had any any news on any post game in Serbia and stuff for this week. It's only two games, so no, no. Uh, really. Thanks everyone for watching. This was the Serbian Corner Casual Friday DNBA show. So casual. Follow, it's so casual. It's so casual. <laughs> follow follow us everywhere. Twitter. Uh, this is on YouTube DNVR YouTube channel DNVR podcast feed. Uh, thanks everyone for watching. We'll see you. We'll see you next week. Either. Ciao.